before you want to go out and spend the refund, I'm going to try to invest a refund to then flip the refund, right? Because at the end of the day, let's talk about what a refund is. It's your money anyway. Say yeah, that louder, yeah. man. Open it say, say I need you to emphasize that one more time because I think that sometimes we forget it. A refund isn't like, oh, shit, you just hit the lotto. It's money that you gave the government. You were overpaying at the beginning of the year. Throughout the year, you were giving them too much money. So now they're just giving you your money back. Stack my money up like Lego. Bet me when I say so. Pull up in the spotlight. Hi, what's up, world? This is another episode of Money Music Culture. It's your boy, Ross Mac of Maconomics. You already know I'm here with my dog, man, none other than Brandon Copeland. And we're about to talk about some real gems today because guess what? I heard your auntie been acting crazy. You know why? Because she just got her taxes back. She normally was eating normal fast food. Now she's been at Red Lobster. But that ain't what we're talking about. We're talking about what you should be doing when you actually get your taxes back. Cope, man, get some gospel to the people. What you, how you coming? What, what should people be doing now that we around that time that people starting to get their tax returns, they tax refunds? Man, it's 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 tough because you see every single year, it's a joke we we do in our our class. You know, right around people getting them tax refund checks, you see new cars getting bought, new jewelry. You see dudes on the internet with cash to their ear. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, literally a few months later, them cars be getting repoed. Right. So I think first and foremost, right, like before you get your refund, prepare, prepare your mind, set boundaries before you get your refund. Have you gotten your budget right? Right. Like, ha have you made sure that you have an understanding of where you are financially? Do you know what your bill, what bills are due? You know what debt you need to pay down? Make sure you got your bills and all that type of stuff right financially, but also your goals as well, too, because I think sometimes when we get that money, if we haven't done the preparation in advance, then it becomes like this figuring it out on the fly. You don't get a chance to plan. You get excited. Oh, man, I can go out, I can, you know, dinner on me, drinks on me, stuff like that, as opposed to like, whoa, whoa. we were in, in a, a, a sound environment. I'll say sound, but more of a relaxed environment. No pressure, no stress. You sat there, you made a plan. Now when you get that money, now you execute on the plan. But... That's the first step, in my opinion. First of all, put that plan into place so that you can execute on it. When you get the money, you're not just going, you know, just just off the cuff with it. Second, yeah. second, I'd also encourage you, and we've talked about it before, get you an accountability brother. Uh, I'm saying a brother right here, you know, that's because me and wifey, you know, I ain't going to lie to you. You know, I ain't, I ain't got too many female friends no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just going to go ahead and call it, call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? We call it a spade. Ain't no more. Nah, I ain't no her. She ain't your listen, friend, Coke. Exactly. Uh -uh. Listen, listen. And, and wifey's not jealous, but I'm just going to say, listen, she started as the best friend. And, and you see how that happened. We two kids later. So we don't even... We don't even play around no more. So for me, it's accountability, brother. Uh, but also, just more importantly, get you an accountability partner, somebody that you can go on this journey with. You know, somebody that's going, hey, yo, I see you posting to your story. You got, I know so many people, they get that tax return. They hair done, nails done, new shoes, new clothes. And again, hey, you got it. Yeah. I understand you want to treat yourself, but that money goes fast. Because you got to understand, the same people that's about to blow their refund check was the same people that was getting them PPP loans. And now them PPP loans, they done dried up. Now they was like, nah, oh, now we got the next thing. Now it's lit. And it's like, no. Cope said it right. Like, no, 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 no. Let's first, let's budget everything. And more importantly, have a plan 
before the taxes get here. That way you're not caught off guard. That way you're not caught off guard like a little 19-year-old kid get drafted to the NFL or the NBA, and now you're rich, and you ain't got no plan, so you're going to blow it. It's the same way. Like at the end of the day, if you're getting an influx of bread without a plan, without that accountability partner, right, without that budget plan in, in motion, then you're going to be smoked. You're going to blow it, and you're going to be, you know, mad two months from now, right? And um, so I love them first three steps, right? I think step four is um, you got to analyze how much debt you have. Um, I'm going to look and say, if you got any credit card loans right now, I would try to get that, right? Like, not not asking how much you got or nothing, right? But, like, you got to understand that credit card debt is, it's a hamster wheel. It just keep going. Reason being, because that is literally accruing at 20%. So, yeah, you know, oh, everybody talking about, you know, oh, you know, I got this new credit card. I got this Capital One. I got this uh, American Express. I got this. I got that. I got a, a Macy's Charge card. I got a Home Depot chart. Like, at the end of the day, understand that interest rates is a silent killer in our community because it keep us in debt and we just paying it till we die. And so if you're in a position to get out of that that type of debt, right? If you you know you get four thousand dollars in credit card loans and you got three kids, so your tax credit's going crazy and you got a refund, so you got about seven, eight racks, I'm getting fully out of credit card debt. L only reason is because you gotta understand it's going, it's you're paying an extra twenty percent on on the actual value each year. Um any objections with that, man? No, not at all, man. I think, like, you know, the next thing I, I was going to literally say, I, I would just pay down debt first. And I know there's different, there's different, different strokes for different folks, right? But some people are like, well, you know, my debt is 3%. And in the market, traditionally, you can get back 10%. So I want to make the spread. I get that. But you hit the nail on the head. Credit card debt, right? The average is 20.47%, like you just said, right? Like, that's crazy, right? You trying to compete? If you try to compete with that in the market, you you you're done. Don't try it. Like you, congratulations. You, know, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Let's not let's not even play around with that, right? So I I love the fact that you just highlighted that. It's levels to this, and so when you're analyzing your debt, start looking at them interest rates. That's huge, right there. Start looking at them interest rates, and then then you might make a a decision but if you're the type of person let's 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 call us let's let's talk real right if you're the type of person that that you feel like you're not going to we all got to know ourselves right so like we, we all know those people who they get that bread and it's gone like that right and if if you're going to spend it on some bullshit i'm gonna call it if you're going to spend it on on something that's not an asset right as opposed to paying down debt and then be still be in the hole. You you got to make sure you're making the proper decisions with your bread. So that I I would just put that disclaimer on it as well too. Because if you might look at some uh well this is three percent on this debt is at three percent interest rate five percent interest rate. I'm not worried about that. Let me go out to the club. Let me go hit the casino. Nah, we ain't talking about that right now, right? Like like I I think any windfall of money, any extra lump sum of money should be something used as a bonus to increase your potential. You know what I'm saying? So so I think that that's something to keep in mind. What would you say, what would be your next step on, on that? Yeah, so I'm going to go back in order. So we got budget, we got a plan, we got our accountability partner, now we're paying off debt. Now after that, assuming, right, next thing I'm going to say is 
save some of the money if you don't already have an emergency fund uh, saved up, right? And emergency fund, once again, is think of it this way, all your monthly bills. What would you need to pay on a monthly basis in order to survive if you lost your job, right? And if that's, that'd be your rent, how much it's going to cost you to eat food, you know, maybe your um, utility bills, maybe insurance, et cetera. You need that, right, in order to live. Then after that, right, after that step, assuming you got that, I'm going to say, yeah, three to six months. Oh, yeah, three to six months of that, right? So if your rent, you know, $2,000, your food and all that other stuff is, you know, I don't know, uh, $500, so $2,500 per month, three months, you're going to need $7,500 tucked away, right? Um, six months, 15 racks tucked away. But after that, assuming that is the case right now, that's high rent, right? Um, assuming after that, I say open a brokerage account. It's time to start making your money make money. Before you want to go out and spend the refund, I'm going to try to invest the refund to then flip the refund, right? Because at the end of the day, let's talk about what a refund is. It's your money anyway. Like this isn't like a refund isn't like, oh shit, you just hit the lotto. Right. This isn't I just made a bet on FanDuel and oh shit, I hit a parlay. I just made ten thousand dollars. I got a free 10. Right. This is your money, a tax refund. So your tax refund is money that you gave the government. You were overpaying at the beginning of the year. Throughout the year, you were giving them too much money. So now they're just giving you your money back. That's it. That's all. Say that and louder, man. Open say, say I need you to emphasize that one more time, because I think that sometimes we forget it because it feels like a gift. It feels like a present, yeah. even to me. I'll be like, "Ooh, wee, this is extra. Yeah. This is a bonus. You didn't, you don't already work for this." At the end of the day, you know, unfortunately, Cope and I, and I know for damn sure you ain't, but I'm, I'm in that boat too, where we don't get no motherfucking refunds. We owe the government each tax time, which is trash. Um, it's the worst. But if you and a person and you're getting a tax refund, don't look at it like you just hit the lottery. This is your money. It's been your money, right? In fact, the government just doing it in the way to be like, okay, we gonna know we gonna get a uh, the we gonna get a bump in consumer spending starting right in the end of first quarter and through second quarter as people getting their refunds or whatever, right? Or people start filing early, whatever it is, Q one or whatever. Like this is your money. All it meant was that either you were paying the government too much or you started to get some write offs or something. But like you were paying the government too much. That's it. That's all. So after the steps, right? Because we said. Um, I'm going to remember it. So plan, budgeting, accountability partner, emergency fund, open that brokerage account. Now, within that uh, uh, that brokerage account, which is what we ain't going to name them because they need to be paying us bread, but just Google brokerage account. After that, you want to start off buying ETFs. We had a, uh, uh, you know, one of our episodes a minute ago, we were speaking with a guy named Tim Maloney who literally has like three or four ETFs. And when you start thinking about the very first investments, you want to buy something that's very diversified, that's represent that's representative of the overall market, that you don't have to be a genius. You don't got to do a ton of research, right? Warren Buffett, the greatest investor after me, he going to let you know, all you got to do is buy the S&P 500. Why? Because he's a 500 of America's biggest and best companies. And on average, they're going to go up. The collective group are going to go up about 10% each year on average. So like, you ain't got to overthink it. Your money in your bank account making 0.06%. You losing about 3%, really more than that now because of inflation, right? So at the end of the day, you invest it. That way your money's making money. Ain't nothing else to add right there. 
Listen, you, you gave him the game plan. I think that that's the most important thing. You get this money as your money. And, and again, it's not just if, if, if you are in a situation where you have to pay, right? I don't want you just tuning this out. This is just anytime you're getting you a, a lump sum of money. Maybe you get that bonus at, at the end of the year from, from your job or your commission's job or your salesman, whatever it may be, right? Uh, there are productive things you can do with that bread. And so I think if you kind of go through this checklist, then it'll allow you to use this money productively, efficiently. Doing that budget and, and just going back there, right? Like doing that budget will allow you to know, hey, I'm, I'm trying to save for a home or I'm trying to buy up a car. So so that's where you try to pull some of that money out and, and allocate it towards that fund, so to speak. But don't feel like, hey, I got to emergency fund. I got to the step with emergency fund. So now I got to put all my money there, right? Like you can also break this thing up a little bit, especially if you know you're going to have consistent income coming in in the future. So I don't want anybody to feel like you got to put 100% allocation towards one of the steps. You are using the budget to create a plan that suits you, period. Facts. Facts. I mean, we could take it a step further, right? After the brokerage account, I would also look into getting because, you know, obviously you want to ask yourself how old you are. What's your risk tolerance? How much money you making, right? Um, you know, risk tolerance is going to give you an idea of like how risky the investments you can make. But after you open a brokerage account, the next thing is I'm opening a cryptocurrency uh, brokerage account, right? I want to be able to own cryptocurrencies. Um, reason being, because it's the wave of the future. It is something that I believe the technology is only getting better and better. And the use case is through the roof, right? Um, you know, like right now, what we were able to see, you know, a couple of weeks ago or so, right, you had the UK, the Ukraine, I was about to say UK, the Ukraine vice prime minister, literally the first ever I thought I've seen, he literally put a digital cryptocurrency GoFundMe on his Twitter. He like, yo, if you want to support the Ukraine war efforts, just shoot me some Bitcoin at my wallet address and shoot me some Ethereum at this wallet address. And people was like, yo, was this a scam? Did he get hacked? Like, no, everybody, like other Ukraine official government, um, their page was like, yo, no, this is real. And the reason being is like, if he would have said, yo, everybody send money to a GoFundMe, they would have took a while for that money to actually get to his account. No telling how long. The war could have been over by then. Putin could have came smooth in. But by able to get the money instantly to his wallet, he had the money within minutes. Right. And so imagine getting millions of dollars in a matter of minutes and you could truly liquidate it right then and there. Right. We, we all talked about how long it takes. You know, the way my bank account set up. Everybody remember that joke? You know, the way, the way my bank account set up, I got to check in the savings. And since it's a Friday, my money ain't going to really get there to. Right. Like it's three business days for you to sometimes get a wire for it to clear because this bank got to talk to that bank, et cetera, et cetera. But so the use case for cryptocurrency is only getting better. And so I think the next thing is. Get you a little crypto. Hey, listen, I think, like you said, the, the use cases are getting better. It's becoming more popular. Um, and it still hasn't even, like, really reached and hit mainstream yet. Like, it's just the beginning stages. Like, not even every everybody doesn't really understand it yet. And so you're literally, like you said, like, this is just the beginning of it. And, and if you looked at the Super Bowl commercials, how many cryptocurrency ads did you see this year in comparison to the year before? Right? Like... You got stadiums now named Crypto.com and FTX Arena, right? Like yep. millions are being pumped into this space. You got one of the largest companies ever, ever changing their name 
simply to be a even bigger player in this space. Follow the money. Yes. You say it the best. Follow the money. Like you ain't got to be a rocket scientist. Follow Sometimes the smart money. You got to follow the smart money. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's buying it, right? We just had uh, not that long ago one of the most well-respected hedge fund um, founders, um, that being Citadel, Ken Griffin. Like maybe in 2017, he like, bro, this this Bitcoin stuff. This is effectively the tulip bubble. This is fool. This is gonna break. It's gonna break down, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you know, earlier this year, he let it be known, yo, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Over the past 15 years, Bitcoin has been single-handedly one of the greatest technological advancements of our era. Um, as a person that's managing multiples of you know, ten like over 60 billion dollars, like over 40 billion dollars in assets, he like, yo, we need to be a market maker. Right, so he understands that the world understands what crypto is. They want it, and so right, follow the smart money. We we see it happening. Asset managers are buying it. Right, banks, whether it's J.P. Morgan and Goldman, Morgan Stanley, and all, they're buying it. Right, so we want to put y'all in the place to make sure y'all bread straight, so your kids are straight and their kids' kids are straight. Hey, nothing else needs to be said, brother. I think that, let's keep it simple. You get that money, let's 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 max it out. You get that money, let's max it out. Yeah, maybe with that plan, maybe put a little bit aside to take care of yourself, enjoy it, oh, treat bro. yourself. But I ain't gonna lie. Hey, we buying more assets. <laughs> we we exactly. put this money to work for it. We buying assets, not liabilities. If you've been drinking, um, if you've been drinking, you know, Captain Morgan, all year. Then you get your refund. Do not go start drinking black henny. That ain't you. No white henny, right? If you've been drinking, doggone, what's a little cheap uh tequila? Do not, you know what I mean? Whatever the cheap plastic bottle of tequila you've been drinking all year, do not start getting classe azul now. You not that ain't you. You don't need no 1942 now that you got your refund. We invest in that, man. Hey man, say no more, man. Another episode of Money Music Culture. Ross, Mac, it is always a pleasure to share the stage with you, my brother. As always, Money Music Culture, make sure y'all tap in. Don't just listen to the advice. Let's see you execute on it, man. Talk to us. Let us know how you are actively using this information in your life. Hey, with that being said, share this with your cousin, your auntie, your neighbor, and that ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend that you don't like. Mm. Say no more. Money Music Culture. We're going to see you next time. <laughs>